Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jackie. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees, re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we're hanging out in Andy's room with our pal and toy enthusiast, Matt, of Retro Toy Envy. Welcome, Matt. What's up, everyone? Hi. I'm so glad that we're doing this episode. And if you guys haven't checked out our trailer with Matt and got to find out what our top five favorite toys were from our childhood, you you need to just press pause and go back and listen because it's a fun little trailer. And we're going to have some fun um, bonus clips from this movie. (laughs) And so if you want access to that, head on over to patreon.com slash no more late fees and sign up to be one of our Patreon besties. You'll get a ton of exclusive content, including bonus videos, as well as our um, access to our closing time segment, where it's just kind of a virtual happy hour with some of our past guests and friends, where we can kind of sit around in a more relaxed setting, hang out, drink and play games and just talk. So head on over to Patreon. Yeah, our first one is coming up pretty soon. I'm very excited about it. I am too. (laughs) And remember to find us on all of our socials at No More Late Fees because this week we are reminiscing on some of our favorite childhood toys. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be pulling out some pictures. Like I already told my mom to pull out the albums. So you're going to see some retro Danielle and Jackie 100% on social this week. Yep. So what if your toys came to life when you left them on their own? That's the premise of the 1995 Pixar movie Toy Story. Drama ensues when the balance of the delicate hierarchy of Andy's toys and their leader Woody is disrupted by the new action figure Buzz Lightyear. Even worse, the arrogant Buzz thinks he's a real space man on a mission to return to his home planet. When Andy's family moves to a new house, Woody and Buzz must escape the clutches of the headed-to-prison neighbor, Sid Phillips, and reunite with their boy, Andy. Toy Story stars Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Don Rickles, Jim Varney, Wallace Shawn, John Ratzenberger, Annie Potts, John Morris, and Eric Von Denton. The screenplay is by Joss Whedon, Andrew Stanton, Joel Cohen, and Alex Sokolow. The music is by Randy Newman, and it is directed by John Lasseter, and you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. But before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. So, you know the drill. Before we get into any movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. Same-day rental. Find it under Sid's bed because it's trash. (laughs) I was like, oh, please let her say something about Sid. And we had our ESPN (laughs) moment. So yay. (laughs) All right, Matt, what is your Y2K rating of Toy Story? So my two, my 2K rating would definitely be would buy it, would buy it again. Uh, the best would play it on repeat. Yeah, that's exactly nice. what I did. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's where I would be back then. Jackie? The same. I had 
there was a DVD two pack where it had Toy Story one and Toy Story two in the same like clamshell when it came out on DVD it was like a special edition. That's the one I had. As we learned in our last episode, my mom brought over all of our Disney VHSs. And I definitely have a Toy Story in there, but I just was lazy and I didn't get it. So it's a definite <laughs> would buy for me, 100%. So you guys ready to get into the box office? Ready. <laughs> the box office for this movie, the budget was $30 million. Just, you know, a little hunk of change. And <laughs> it made about $373 million worldwide. And it had a lot of firsts. So let's get into it. So the film placed first in the weekend's box, box office with $29.1 million. And it maintained the number one spot position at the domestic box office for about two weekends. Toy Story became the highest grossing domestic film in 1995. And it beat out Batman Forever, Apollo 13, Pocahontas, Casper, Waterworld. I mean, are we surprised about Waterworld? But still. <laughs> and, and, and GoldenEye. So, I mean, it was killer. This is also, at the time of its release, it was the third highest grossing animated film of all time after The Lion King from 1994 and Aladdin in 1992. And what we have to remember is that when this movie came out, it was still around the heyday or the, the golden age, I guess you would call it, of the Disney animated classics. Mm. So... It, and it changed the game, obviously, it being Pixar's first movie. And it was the first time that I, I believe it's the first time that Disney had partnered with an outside studio for one of their animated movies. Mm-hmm. Correct. It became the second highest grossing film in 1995, just $3 million shy of Die Hard with a Vengeance. Damn, Die Hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And when not considering inflation, Toy Story is the number 96 movie on the list of highest grossing domestic films of all time. And I can go on and on. It just like, it broke so many freaking records. It did. It's, yeah. it's amazing, especially because it was an animated film and, and so many people don't have respect for animated films when it comes to adults. They, you know, classify it as kids movies. And I think mm-hmm. Pixar really changed that 100%. Yeah, I think this definitely was a game changer in just the way, like you were saying, like, you, I think you just said, like, adults, the way do, adults viewed, you know, like, a, an animated. But, like, this is kind of, like, different. This was, like, a weird, it, it was animated, but it just looked very 3D compared to, like, a Lion King or Aladdin. And not a lot of people, like, you know, saw stuff like that. And mm-hmm. this was just a game changer. And as you can see now, you know, there's very few animated you know, like the old school way, there's like yeah. maybe maybe a handful, if that, a year. And everything is just that 3D look now yeah. of, of animation. And this definitely changed all of that for, you know, for Disney to go on a ledge to do something like this. Yeah, and it made so much money from yeah. merchandising, from the movie itself. And Apple, you know, this is before, before Disney bought it. It was yeah. a partnership between Apple and Disney, so... That was also really interesting. Steve Jobs is like, look, <laughs> if we make a little bit more than if it does, it does okay, we still make money. If it does yeah. really well, we still make money. And if it does <laughs> really, really well, Disney makes a lot of money. <laughs> so you ready, Jack? Okay, let's get into it. So the movie opens. Andy is the owner of all the toys in Andy's room. 
(laughs) (laughs) And he's just playing with his toys. It's a bank robbery scene and Potato Head is like the, the bad guy. And there's like cardboard boxes where he's kind of drawn like different scenes on him. So it's just a kid being creative with his toys and creating these scenarios and then playing them out. So we get introduced to Andy and Woody and Potato Head amongst others. And then his mom calls him and says, hey, let's get ready for your birthday. Everyone freaks out. And then Woody's like, it's fine. We have the protocol. We have the party protocol apparently. Well, I don't know. Does, do they hear? I don't think they hear that it's Andy's birthday. I think because he has to tell them at the meeting and oh, that's then they true. start freaking out. But I, right. I, I think he like goes downstairs with, with Woody because Woody is the favorite toy. And then he sees it like they have started to plan for the birthday and, and, and kids are coming over and he's like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes upstairs and he, I love the scene where he is having like their meeting. So he tells, he tells Slinky, like Andy's birthday is going down. Slinky starts like, what do you mean? What? what? He's like, he's like, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Be like, cool, Slinky. Be act cool. Act like I just said something funny and laugh and get the hell out of here. He's like, yeah. he's like, gather a board meeting and be happy. He's like, right. yeah, he's, happy. he's like, nah, and so he I love how he gets some of the other toys and he's using them for this board meeting or whatever I know. he has like the little <laughs> microphone like cassette player thing oh it's great we haven't seen that in one of our episodes that that cassette not yet 13 ghosts did that kid have one of those yes he did Oh, 13 ghosts. So yeah, in the meeting, he kind of just has like this agenda. He's like, don't forget to choose your moving buddy because we're moving in a week. So we're also also like getting some exposition as to like further further the plot of the movie. And then he thanks someone for the plastic corrosion awareness meeting last week. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's cool that they they say, you know, have a moving buddy because I started thinking about how hard like if I, when I lost a toy, I could not stop thinking about it. And Mm -hmm. it really bothered me as a kid. And it sometimes just felt like you didn't go anywhere with them. You didn't touch it. And then they just disappeared one day. Mm -hmm. And that always like right here, in my chest, Mm. it just stays with me. That's the whole scene with Jesse from the second one, where it was like, she was the favorite thing. And then all of a sudden one day it was just like, she was forgotten about. And mm-hmm. it's so sad. This movie makes you feel guilty. <laughs> makes you want to kiss all your toys. Yeah, I'm like, so sorry. I just want to go in the attic. It's like, it's me and Matt. <laughs> so, and then like Woody's kind of like going over all this stuff and he's like, oh, and uh, by the way, Andy's birthday party is today. And, <laughs> and everyone freaks out. And he's like, no, 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 remember, we got this plan in place. He sends out the army men with a baby monitor, which (laughs) I think they use it the right way because the army men can talk to them, but they can't talk back, but they can't talk back. So one of the movies that actually uses the baby monitor in the correct fashion and not just like straight up walkie talkies. So 
Bo Peep kind of goes over to him and she's like, you're not worried, are you? And he's like, <laughs> no. And he's, she's like, he, she doesn't believe him. So she's like, you, you've been Woody or you've been Andy's best friend since kindergarten. You have nothing to worry about. There's a lot of sexual tension here. Uh, there is. Oh yes. Bo Peep and Woody. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we talk about it? My God. Is this when she, is this where she gives him a bunch of kisses? Or is that later? That's that's towards the end, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's towards the end when he comes back. But now it's just like heavy flirting. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. like, hey, sailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now all of the toys are kind of just at the window watching kids arrive and trying to figure out what's in the boxes yeah they're like oh a little one that's fine and then he turns around it's like a big long box (laughs) slinky lost his mind when that happened when it was like that extremely long box because he's like i don't think it's slinky ain't nobody buying him another slinky (laughs) (laughs) you already got one and And you're not going to be stretched out in a box (laughs) that's a fishing pole that's the only thing he could be and rex is having a full-on anxiety attack he is my anxiety manifested into a toy (laughs) rex is the prototype for is it anxiety from inside out yes yeah like that is just rex in a different body (laughs) it's it's cool how they're set they they set up all the characters so you can mm kind of know what they're going to be throughout the movie like you think like a big dinosaur it's going to be like a tough guy it's not it's the most worrisome one out of all of them exactly that they they, kind of like catch you off guard oh dinosaur yeah he's gonna be the biggest wuss out of them all yeah (laughs) and like ham is super sarcastic and mr potato head is just like a debbie downer about everything like they have very specific traits and slinky's just ride or die woody like Mm -hmm. he's just like this is my best buddy right here until (laughs) he's not i'm gonna talk about it later okay that's fine we'll get into it i just feel like he he got on the buzz lightyear train real fast that's true i hear so i hear some anger in the voice (laughs) (laughs) this is personal (laughs) i'm very i like loyalty is big for me you know if we if if we pour we pour together if we outcast we outcast together not this I'm going to help with the, the spaceship. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm upset. I got words. So the army men are trying to get downstairs to hide in the plant so they can report back to what presents Andy gets. Well, mom walks, or they hear mom coming. And so they all have to like freeze and play dead. Uh, and mom doesn't see him. And one of the army men doesn't make it. <laughs> and <he's- laughs> And mom steps on him and they're like continuing and he like he's all broken and his little like plank that he like moves on is all like up in the air and he's like go on without me and like (laughs) this is very heavy very soon into this movie (laughs) so if you've never stepped on one those things hurt other than legos those things hurt (laughs) so i just like how they played on like yeah, these things hurt when you step on them. We're going to make a joke on how the army man feels when it gets stepped on. Exactly, yes. yes. <laughs> and I love how it's like, never leave a man, leaving a man behind or whatever. And just like grabbing him. It's like, oh my God. That's what Slinky needed to do with Woody. 
Loyalty. 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 So now Andy's opening gifts. Mr. Potato Head is real hot for a Mrs. Potato Head. He's horny as fuck. He needs to stop. (laughs) He's a hot potato. (laughs) I never thought of that. He's a hot potato. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So they're like reporting back and it's all pretty benign stuff. And then the army men go, it's bed sheets. And Mr. Potato Head's like, or no, it was a ham who's like, who invited that kid? Yeah, <laughs> like, that was him, yeah. <laughs> he did get, look, Andy got some pretty shitty gifts. Yeah, no, like that's, nothing, nothing cool. That's what I wrote. I said, they because after everything's done, it was like a board game and some other like random stuff. And I literally wrote it, they're really excited that all of Andy's gifts suck. <laughs> <laughs> Can but we- uh-oh mom pulled a christine wish yes, we got did. one more gift <laughs> and wouldn't you know it's a rocket ship with buzz Lightyear in it but the radio start uh who gets super excited someone got really nervous rex and rex, rex he's shaking it <laughs> like and then he knocks the batteries another, out like there's gonna be another dinosaur like it's the people who should not be worrying who are like freaking out but i will say if a kid has one dinosaur he has like third or he or she has 30 dinosaurs right like he should have had by now but it means that someone just gave him a one-off he's not into dinosaurs so exactly somebody who didn't know him so you have nothing to be worried he got bed sheets danielle these kids (laughs) did not know what andy wanted and the kids were super excited that the army men were like Oh, they're all going crazy. Like they, he, they were hyping it up. They knew it yes. wasn't like a, you know, the, the bad toy. Exactly. <laughs> and them putting the batteries in. <laughs> no, Plus the other positive <laughs> minus means negative. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what that means. That's, I think that's where I learned what that meant. Yeah. Like, oh, positive minus means negative. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story out here teaching children That's life right. skills. Teaching adults because <laughs> clearly I'm still learning from this movie. So all of a sudden they hear like the kids charging upstairs or I think the army men over the, the walkie talk or the uh, baby monitor, they're like, they're coming. And so everyone like drops and they charge in and Andy <laughs> flings Woody off the bed like disrespect the Mm -hmm. audacity (laughs) and so they set Buzz's box in the middle of the bed it's shaped like a rocket ship and then mom calls and it's like it's time for cake and so then all the kids go storming back out of the room who's the mom Jackie (gasps) uh Aunt Jackie from Roseanne Lori Metcalf, but I never call her that. She's just Aunt Jackie. <laughs> our, our whole Scream 2 episode is Jackie just calling her uh, Aunt Jackie, which yeah, is Jackie. hilarious. I'm like, Aunt Jackie showed up again as a reporter. There she is. <laughs> so the kids storm out, and now every all the other toys are like trying to figure out what the hell's on the bed. And then they realize that Woody is on the floor. <laughs> And he's brushing Poor. it off like it's nothing. It's like, yeah, it's no nothing. big deal. It's fine. It, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and someone says, you've been replaced. I'm like, it's Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> he is the biggest hater in this movie. I don't think he I ever is. really noticed, but he does not like Woody. 
Mm-mm. He is he is enjoying his fall from grace a hundred percent. Maybe was he? I, I mean he just needed a Mrs. Potato Head to mellow mellow yeah. him out. So what you're so. saying is he needs to get laid. So. <laughs> you need to mash them potatoes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it took a turn. And Woody is trying to be like, no, it's fine. We need to welcome this new toy. Everyone's welcome in Andy's room because Woody has never been threatened. Never. So he's just like, I don't know what y'all are freaking out about. I'm still going to be head of the bed. <laughs> That's not what happens though. No, <laughs> not at all. And I, you know what I love about it too, is that Buzz is so aloof to the, you know, politics of all of this. He's just, you know, in his little la la land because he doesn't realize that he's a toy, but that aloofness just drives Woody insane. Yeah. Like yeah. Woody's trying to get through to him, like you were a toy, and Buzz is like, I need the thermal adhesive to fix my rocket ship. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Matt? <laughs> no, it's just like he's not even trying to be the cool toy. No, he's just trying to get back in his rocket ship and go home. And he's just by doing that, it's just like, Oh yeah, I got lasers. Yeah, I got wings. It's like <laughs> just being him. He just thinks he's completely a spaceman. Mm-hmm. And I love when um, at this point he's saying all this stuff and you could tell what he's like, uh, bitch, no, you are a toy. <laughs> and he full on goes, he's like, I could, I'm not a toy. I'm going to go fly. Watch, watch me. <laughs> and he does like this whole thing. It's just the arrogance of it makes it actually happen, which I think is hilarious. The, the chance of that happening. Yeah. That was luck was on his side that day. <laughs> it was. That could, this movie could have been done right there. <laughs> <laughs> but luck was on his side and it brought the movie where it needed to be. But yeah, that was that was the cool scene. Definitely a cool scene. <laughs> and if we hadn't mentioned yet, Woody is voiced by Tom Hanks, which was Pixar's only choice for Woody. Yep. And then Buzz Lightyear, they actually approached Billy Crystal about playing Buzz, but he turned it down and then he regretted it and so then he he was mike wazowski yeah later and, on and if you haven't checked out our monsters inc episode you should we talk a lot about that whole scenario but how mm-hmm. billy actually got the role so it's kind of cool and tim allen voices buzz lightyear and he was kind of at the height of his popularity with home improvement and there's actually an homage we'll get to later and didn't he do the santa claus at this point too I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird that Disney didn't think of him when he had already been Mm. in it. One of Disney's, he was already part of one of Disney's other movie franchises. I guess it wasn't a franchise yet completely. And Home Improvement was on ABC. So Mm -hmm. could you see Buzz being voiced by anybody else though? Like I couldn't, I can't see Billy Crystal in that role. No, it needed like that. Like, and with Home Improvement, he was like that man's man in Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Buzz needed that like cockiness. He yeah. needed that, like not trying to be cocky, but he had that about him. Like he wasn't doing it on purpose, but right. he just was like that spaceman. I know what I know and I need to go where I need to go. And that's what Tim Allen brought. I he brought the it. audacity of a man. Yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy would not have played that. You're right. Mike Wachowski is right up his alley. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, 
even... I could see Woody as, as, mm-hmm. uh, as yeah. Woody. I don't think I could see Buzz. But yeah. I, I think it works out because Woody is, Woody can be like the, the straight man for, but then he can go way off. He'll have like an anxiety, like in his, <laughs> the way his arms, like his voice just represents that while, mm-hmm. you know, Buzz can be over the top, but also like steely and cool at the same time so i have a hard time watching the new buzz lightyear trailer and i love like chris evans top of my list but like trying to hear anyone but tim allen voice any version of buzz lightyear Mm. like i can't and i know what they're doing with it and why they're like it's a new voice but i'm just like it's not buzz though Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i haven't really watched i I just hear Chris Evans and then I'm just fine. With <laughs> That's fair too. <laughs> so now that he's flown and come back and the entire toy, Andy's room is like full of, yeah, he can fly and Woody's like, what the hell's happening? So that's where we're at. <laughs> Everyone's very impressed. And so then we kind of, they do... Sorry, I'm trying to catch up. Oh, and it's in the scene where he calls him Lightbeer, which I'm like surprised that like that was in a Disney movie, but it makes more sense that Pixar Pixar wasn't actually like owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, usually aside from like a couple of movies, they refrain from like alcohol and smoking and stuff like that. So I don't know. You know, this is what gets me because we now that we we can look back we see all of these like hidden things that they did in the other disney animated movies and i was like they were some dirty people over there <laughs> i still have this my is little true too with the dicks on the castle yeah <laughs> that should have been your number one danielle <laughs> <laughs> my most prized possession <laughs> i did love the little mermaid <laughs> So now um, it's kind of like a montage. Saddest um, montage. Yeah. Oh, so sad. That one got me. It still gets me when I watch it. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, and just just before the montage, Bo Peep's like, I found my moving buddy. I'm like, Bo Peep, uh, you stepping out on that? He gets around. Another. <laughs> the next person. <laughs> you know what, Bo Peep? You're right. Because I, I mentally checked that because I was still mad at Slinky. <laughs> I totally forgot about <laughs> this chick. <laughs> you're you you being so you do you're not a hoe but you're doing some whole activity right now <laughs> she wants the top dog and i think that's what it is she wants the yeah. alpha male and the alpha toy wow bo peep wow the man in power <laughs> and to think in toy story 4 we come in to look for your ass mm-hmm. you know <laughs> tragic so now is the saddest montage ever we see posters come down and buzz light your posters go up sheets changed maybe the bedding he got was the buzz light year yeah. bedding we see all of his drawings are now covered over of buzz mm. and then we see him playing make-believe with all his toys again but now woody's the bad guy and buzz is the hero that comes in and that saves sucks. the day Ugh. yeah I, <sighs> I think that montage also kind of shows I'm, i go deep with everything i think <laughs> the montage also kind of shows like you know, in every movie, he, Andy gets older. I think that's the first time I think you see him going from like a kid with his co- cowboy doll. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting a little bit older. And I think if like you look back, his drawings actually get a little bit better. Yeah. So now you got these better drawings, you know, these cooler sheets. You got, you know, more of a, a 
preteen with this cooler toy compared to a little you know cowboy doll and he wants to like grow his toys with them so i think that's kind of cool too as as you get older your toys get older and your yeah. you know, preferences get older right that's yeah so more sophisticated like instead of just the pull string you have like lasers and buttons and voice boxes and things like that you go i love woody but the andy buzz room is definitely way better far yes. superior yeah i think the galactic stuff is cool in his room yeah and i love that the clouds fit with both scenarios mm-hmm. mm, yeah that's deep <laughs> that's deep <laughs> And so now Buzz is just making friends and he's not really trying all that hard, but like people are willing to help him. He's being nice to them. He's, he's organizing workout sessions. Love it. Love um, it. He's just being a team player and Woody is not having any of it because he's kind of left on the sidelines. And then it's around this time where Andy's trying and like cleaning up to go to sleep and he like picks up Buzz and Woody at the same time. But and why then, does he have to pick one? Why yeah, can't I never both got of that. them sleep with him? I would have does, a pile. Doesn't match his sheets, Danielle. There would be no story there, Danielle. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, this is just so heartbreaking. He been there for you since day one. Woody, I didn't get that either. Put him in the dusty yeah. toy chest. <laughs> yeah, and then why the toy chest? Like he couldn't just yeah. put it on his like nightstand. Like you had to throw it in the toy chest with the shark. You know what? It's the guilt. <laughs> it's the guilt. He can't sit there and watch. He didn't want to wake up and see Woody looking yeah. at him, looking at, you know, no. He had to hide it away. So the next day, Woody wakes up in the toy chest and he, he's trying to get his bearings. He's never had to be in the toy chest before. He doesn't know what's happening. He can't find his hat. And then that shark pops up. He's like, scene, I think. <laughs> hey, I'm Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. howdy. <laughs> <Just doing that. laughs> he snatched it off his head like he didn't discuss. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> you know oh, who man. I used to be. <laughs> and then oh man, Woody crawls out of the toy box and Buzz is like, oh that gentleman has marked me or w- w- I can't even remember what he says he's got but Andy on his foot now he does have Andy on his foot and then Buzz or Woody looks at his foot and like his I think it's the end that's backwards because Andy is at him for so long like he was still learning how to write his name mm. correctly and Buzz is, is like a lot neater and Woody's is all scuffed because it's been there for a long time so Woody's definitely having some envy, some feelings. Some retro toy envy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's the secret word of the day. (laughs) I feel like we should all be taking shots right now. (laughs) Take a shot every time we say toy, Woody, Buzz. Don't you? And you'll be buzzed at the end of this episode. You won't be buzzed. You'll be, you'll be on the floor. <laughs> you'll be woody wasted after this episode. <laughs> and so, um, <gasps> t-shirt, woody wasted. Woody yeah. wasted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes they just come to us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at this point, like Bo Peep could see how distraught Woody is. And so she's trying to give him a pep talk and she's like, you'll always have a special place. Oh yeah, bitch. What about your movie buddy? 
I need He's you to trying get out to keep Woody face. on the back burner. Come on now. You yeah, know him. Securing the back burner just in case. He's in the glass case now. Damn. <laughs> That's what that is. Damn, damn. Um, he's, he's the Woody in <laughs> <laughs> what he just That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Potato Head rolls by as <laughs> as Bo Peep is like, you always have a special place. And it and Potato Head's literally just like, yeah, in the attic, and like keeps walking. <laughs> I'm like, those drive-by burns, Potato Head. <laughs> Really? Uh, don't, don't kick a man while he's down. Okay. That's what he does best. He takes his leg <laughs> off and just like bonk him on it on the head with it. Oh. That was remember we were talking about like now that we're older. When was didn't Mr. Potato Head take his lips off and put it on the back of him? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that when I was younger, but now, was like I think when I was older, I watched I was like, that means kiss my ass. Like so creative. Yeah. <laughs> a kid's not gonna know. Oh no. <laughs> And it, it comes back later to where they're playing Battleship and it's almost like strip Battleship because every time Potato Head loses, he has to like give him one I of his body parts. I never understood that. <laughs> I, now I have to watch that scene again. <laughs> now, Woody just can't take it anymore. I, I, after Potato Head cuts him deep, he's just like, goes and he's just threatening buzz he's like you need to get like learn your place and i am andy's favorite and we're not playing these games anymore and you're a toy like we're not playing around anymore and buzz is just like i don't know what you're talking about i don't care and then woody taps his little button and his helmet flies open (laughs) <laughs> and it is dramatic. <laughs> Buzz is like gasping from for air and is like, how dare you? And he's like, oh, I guess this air is compatible with <laughs> the same as my planet. And Woody's just like, come on, dude. He's so upset. He's standing there. He's like, he's letting him be dramatic. He's like, really, dude? Are we still, do we still think this? Exactly. Yeah. Like for me, that would be the turning point. Like, oh, like things that have been told to me have been a lie. He's having cognitive dissonance right now. He He is constantly changing his thought process to, to make what he's what he believes continue to exist mm. until it's obviously true. you know mrs Nes- i love mrs Nes- we'll Nes- talk <laughs> <laughs> and so now as this is going on they hear this like sadistic laughter from outside the window and buzz is like who is that and they're like that said he essentially tortures toys and Buzz is like, that happy child? <laughs> <laughs> and He's one, no happy child. No. <laughs> and that happy child has a combat Carl, which is like a G.I. Joe, strapped to a bottle rocket. And he launches it and it like explodes and poor Can combat Carl. we call child services because his mother 
he asked his mother at one point for matches where are they and she's like totally fine with it she sees that he's like a pathological psycho and she does nothing and that and he's bullying the crap out of his sister like oh yeah he is a menace so in toy story the part of danielle will be played by jackie because the only thing i really saw wrong with sid was him fighting with his sister which you could kind of chalk up to like sibling rivalry and stuff like that my sister and i fought a lot but i'm like this is just a kid that's being creative and like disassembling toys and reassembling them in interesting ways and (laughs) (laughs) almost that concept like he was creating a very safe space to launch the rocket in his backyard like she's trying real hard to defend this kid i don't know (laughs) just i just thought it was creative play and his mom was like i also am married to a man that launches bottle rockets all the time okay (laughs) okay oh that this explains a little i i married sid (laughs) (laughs) but but ken is not malicious and that is the problem this kid is malicious it's not even like he's like this is my art he is having fun really destroying these poor toys and i i guess because they're we see them alive it makes it even worse Mm. but i don't think it's a far skip hop and jump away from him starting to mess with animals eventually this is like why are you using matches why do you have a toolbox in your room how old are you yeah, that's another thing I was going to say. Is he Andy's age? I feel like he looks a little older than Andy. Yeah, he's, um, he's and got then, braces, so he's got to be can, at least you know, over like- I can see where you're, where Jackie's trying to say, oh, he's creative. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. But then when you do go a little further, I know you'll get into it, mm-hmm. you see like who he is when he's at Pizza Planet. He's like mm-hmm. jumping on things the yes. wrong way. He's bashing things. So you obviously don't see this now, but you do end up seeing like, okay, this kid, he likes being a bad boy (laughs) i don't know how to say it like he's like not the best and that's why the toys are so afraid of him yeah he wants negative attention and and that speaks to that there's another problem going there's an issue right and i think that's why i can't fault sid is because i used to be a behavior teacher and so it's like the behaviors always stem from something. And if he's used to just getting negative attention, then he's going to continue to get negative attention. So it is his mama's Mm -hmm. fault. But I think like just taking apart toys and putting them, I I don't see it in like a, he's going to start disassembling animals. It's just like, he he thinks it's interesting. And why not have tools? You got a soft spot for him. Exactly. I'm I'm fine with him being creative. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to say that my nervousness is displaced on this child, and I want to slap his mama. What is yes. going on here? His safety. Exactly. Yeah. Right. She's just fixing on Pop-Tarts and, like, calling it a day. Yeah. She doesn't care, apparently. Yeah. And Fun. when, what it, what was it called? The the place at Disney, Danielle, that was, like, a, like a four-story arcade. Do you remember that place? Oh, it was in downtown Disney. Uh, yeah, Disney it, it was. Springs. Yeah, why can't I remember the place we used to go all, all the time? I'll have to look it up. But they used to have where you could pay. It was like fifteen bucks, and they had all of the toy parts, and you could assemble your own Sid creation. That's cool. 
Yeah. And so I looked for it. I thought I still had mine. I guess not. Or it's at my mom's house. But I was like, I have assembled something like Sid before and I was hoping to present it. But alas, I think it bothers me because there was nothing more that made me feel like upset than when people would mess up my toys or destroy them or break them or draw on them. I mean, when I was really little, I drew on my Cabbage Patch doll and it was not the smartest, but I was like four. But I didn't like when people didn't take care of their things. Like Mm -hmm. if I let you borrow a book and you brought it back to me and the cover was off that I I would be very upset because you've disrespected my stuff. I did not Mm -hmm. like that. So Sid and I would not be friends in real life. (laughs) It was called Disney Quest. Yes. Uh, that was the place. Yes. Matt, we- I was just going to a fun fact when, when Jackie was saying about the combat Carl, it was actually supposed to be G.I. Joe. And uh-huh. I don't know if you had this, we were going to mention this or not, but Toy Story was trying to get a, you know, trying to get a whole bunch of toy companies to okay it, to use their, you know, name brands or whatever. And they went to Hasbro for G.I. Joe and they turned it down. So they had to change it to combat Carl. I always thought that was cool. You know, combat Carl is initially G.I. Joe, which is neat. And then you oh. see him in, in yeah, and he's in the little toy trivia. Nice, <laughs> love it. <laughs> so moving on past Sid and his mom, Andy's mom announces that they're going to go to dinner at Pizza Planet because they've been packing all day, and Andy's kind of getting sad about having to move. So she's like, "Let's go to Pizza Planet," which is just like Chuck E. Cheese, but but better. Food. It's like Dave and Buster's. Yeah, Ooh, that's true. Yeah, but for kids. <laughs> usually we describe Dave and Buster as like Chuck E. Cheese but for adults (laughs) and it went the opposite (laughs) but mom is like you can only bring one toy and Woody starts to panic what's with these fools mama why can't I bring two I get that one though I get that when you're going somewhere you don't want to like watch over two toys you might lose one the bed one I don't get but I could see bringing one toy to Pizza Planet. And yeah. who would you want to bring to a space-themed restaurant? Right. I, you was, know? A, I was a loyal bitch, so it would have been oh. really. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, you know how I know you're not a teacher? Because you asked why they couldn't bring two toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, this is how you know I don't have children. Yeah. I, you know what? It's true because like, I would definitely not want Christian and Serena to bring stuff because then they would lose it and then I wouldn't Mm -hmm. hear the end of it fun fact I am a high school teacher oh are you get the teaching (laughs) trust me I completely get it (laughs) so as Woody's contemplating uh his life choices he's like is Andy gonna bring me to the eight ball and it's like don't count on it (laughs) so He kind of like checks the eight ball and it rolls behind the dresser and he comes up with an idea like, hey, if I can get Buzz near the like crack between the dresser and the wall, I can kind of knock into him and accidentally knock him down there. And then Andy will take me instead because he can't find Buzz. I don't condone this behavior as much as I think he's getting the raw end of this deal. I don't condone him trying to knock out his competition this way. Not nice. Yeah. Although I probably would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think he was like, oh, he'll just be down there for a little while. Like we'll help him get out. And then I can claim, I was just like, I stumbled into him. It was an accident, but then I got to go to pizza planet. (laughs) 
So that doesn't go according to plan. Buzz does not fall in the crack. And instead he kind of stumbles. The cork board on the wall falls. Push pins are falling all around him. And all of a sudden it's an homage to Indiana Jones yeah. and, the, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And so then a globe is rolling after him and he's having to run out of the way and he falls out the window. I blame this on Andy's mom because Mm -hmm. how the hell do you have two young children in that room and you have the window wide open and you don't Mm -hmm. have something there to make sure they don't. Right, right. Oh, so we just letting Buzz in the house? Oh, that good AC is getting out? Like none of this is working for me. So I blame her for that one. And Woody doesn't want to implicate himself. So he uses the RC car actually to knock into Buzz. And so after Buzz falls out the window, RC narks on him. He's like, Woody did it. It was on purpose. It wasn't me. There's that loyalty. There's that loyalty. Right out the window. (laughs) Literally. Literally not a ride or die. And so where are we now? Oh, the rest of the toys immediately turn on him. After RC is like, it was Woody. He did it on purpose. He drove me into Buzz. All the toys are like, you're a murderer. (laughs) They they don't even ask for Woody's side. He's trying to like come up with some story and stuff. And they're like, "Mm -mm, you're dead to us now. Jesus. (laughs) But then while they're kind of having that exchange, Andy you can hear Andy coming up the stairs to choose his toy. And so they all have to play dead. I a, and I have a quick question. Sorry. If, yeah. if Buzz doesn't think he's a toy, how does he know that he has to go into toy mode when Andy's around? I don't know. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. That's a, he's, he's, he's behaving as the natives do. Exactly. Oh, okay. The, the area, that's what they do. So he's trying to adapt. <laughs> that's the best I'm going to give right there. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, continue. Rome. That was what I was thinking about while watching this time around. <laughs> and so now Andy can't find Buzz, obviously. So he grabs Woody. They're on their way to Pizza Planet. The next scene is the toys trying to use the barrel of monkeys to (laughs) rescue Buzz out of the bushes. Which they don't know that Buzz has actually jumped onto the car. And so Mm -hmm. he is with Andy and Woody and the mom going Mm -hmm. to Pizza Planet. So they're just randomly yelling at the bushes like, (laughs) it's okay, Buzz, help is on the way. And at one point, like the bushes are moving and it's, it's Whiskers the cat, and they're very <laughs> upset. So I noticed a couple of things driving to the gas station, which is the next scene. Number one, the baby in the high ch- in the car seat is in the front seat facing forward. Not right. supposed to do that. And no. so I looked up the law when the laws changed, and I I couldn't find a, a definitive answer. I think because states like change the laws at different times. It wasn't a federal thing. And so what the general consensus was around 2017 was when a lot of like in the backseat facing backward was put into place. So that dates this movie because <laughs> I'm like, 17? That, I feel like that's really recent. Wow. Yeah. Right. Right. I, that's wow. I, I think it was a, a, like a guidance and then people weren't following it. So then they had to do like a mandate. Wow. And then when they get to the gas station, 
the gas prices are a dollar twenty nine for regular and a dollar thirty nine for super. I'm like, oh, that dates the movie. Definitely. To be <laughs> to be in those times, <laughs> those were the days, and we didn't even know it. We yep. didn't even know it. So now Andy hops out. He wants to help mom pump gas, but they're not pumping gas. I guess they went in the convenience store. I don't know why. Maybe to pay. I don't know. <laughs> and Woody's kind of just like sitting in the seat and he's like, oh, I'm in such deep crap. And here comes Buzz climbing in the open sunroof. The, the sunroof is perpetually open in this movie. A lot like the window. Like yeah. it's just it's, it's always too. Open. Isn't yeah. it nighttime? Yeah, I guess sunroof, just, let's open the sunroof at night. I guess we just have to say they had to do it for the storyline. Yeah, that's what I guess we just have to accept because it'll make any sense. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So Buzz climbs in. He has like a mosquito stuck to his helmet and stuff, and he, when he peels pissed. it off. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, let me clean that off, my buddy. <laughs> and Woody's just happy to see him because he knows he cannot go back to Andy's room without Buzz, or else it's going to be anarchy. And so Woody's super happy. Buzz is pissed. They start fighting, roll out of the car and they're under the car and mom and Andy get back in the car and drive off. And so now Woody is a lost toy and he is starting to spiral. Yeah. I think it's two, (laughs) two different things happen for him in this scene is that one, it's very clear that Andy doesn't even recognize that he's not with it. Like he doesn't even care that he's Mm -hmm. missing and two this is like the worst thing that could happen to a toy which is to be a lost toy so you have Mm. him going through that those emotions and then you have buzz he's like i'm just on this other planet i don't know what's happening and i'm trying to figure it out and and not understanding the weight that we are toys and we are lost (laughs) at a gas station Yes, (laughs) but luckily for them, they find a Pizza Planet delivery uh, truck Mm -hmm. or whatever, and they hop in. Well, well, prior to this, Buzz gets picked up, doesn't he? Yeah, no, it's Buzz is still very dead set on his mission to rendezvous with Space Command, Mm -hmm. and Woody knows at this point, like he's not going to convince him otherwise that he just needs to get them to Pizza Planet. So he points out the Pizza Planet truck with like the little neon thing on top. And he's like, look, that will take us to a docking station and you can find a a ship to go to Space Command. And Buzz (laughs) is like, yes, let's do that. (laughs) And so they're getting in and Andy, uh, Woody's just trying to climb into the bed of the truck. And Buzz is like, no, no, there are no safety harnesses. We need to be (laughs) safe. And he literally climbs in the backseat or like in the passenger seat and like buckles up and he's like very happy Woody might (laughs) and Buzz is not wrong because Woody's in the back bouncing around because the teenager driving the pizza planet truck is yes (laughs) has this has this delivery guy been in another Pixar movie the truck has been in several I was just gonna say who knew that like a truck from a small part of this movie was mm-hmm. going to play a role in other movies. Like, I feel right? like it's been an Easter egg in a lot of other movies. It I would has. Say a so handful, has that, yeah. That ball, the ball with the star on it, has mm-hmm. been in a lot of other things, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know the Pizza Planet truck was definitely in Monsters, Inc. at the end. Yeah. Where Randall, Randall sent to the swamp. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's been in others that I just mm-hmm. can't recall. So yeah, Pizza Planet is a running theme. A113 is a running theme. That was the room in which Toy Story was created and Pixar was kind of founded. And that is the mom's license plate in this yep. movie. And then also the gas station is a Dynaco station, which shows up again in cars. Yeah. And the ball, I think, is called the Luxo ball. I think the Luxo ball is in a lot of stuff, too. You see in the background. And also, if we're talking about, because one thing about Pixar is that a lot of the animators went to school together. And so Andy is actually supposedly named after... Andres. Andres Van Dam, a professor of computer science who taught many of the animators on the film. That's cool. And he pioneered a um, lot of the early animation techniques. So the creators of Toy Story have a lot to thank him for. Oh, that's nice. Cool. <laughs> I like that. And so now uh, we do get two very, very memorable quotes from the scene prior to hopping in the Pizza Planet truck. We get the, you are a toy (laughs) you are a child's plaything and then buzz who is still not having it is like you are a sad strange little man (laughs) so apparently (laughs) apparently that line was written by josh whedon and in no way am i like fangirling for him anymore i know but I do want to point out that the director said this was like one of his favorite lines in the movie. And this was a a line that Josh Whedon put in there and he was brought on to help doctor the script quite a bit. So that, and the fact that he created are like the marks that he left on this movie. I like it. And so now we are at pizza planet. They have to figure out a way to sneak in without the human seeing them and so they dress up as a discarded cup and burger container so they sneak in they're now inside woody sees mom and andy and molly the little sister and he's like okay good molly's in her stroller we can kind of hop in underneath and we're like golden but buzz is like gotta find a rocket ship (laughs) gotta get to space command his delusions are causing so many problems. <laughs> oh, so, this is my favorite scene. So as Woody's kind of keeping tabs on Andy and family, Buzz spots the rocket ship he's going to take to Space, uh, space Command. And so we climb, and it's a claw machine shaped like a claw rocket claw. ship. <laughs> <laughs> and so he climbs in the little flap where you get the prize and he's in there and it's all little squeaky alien toys. Love them. I love them so much. I just love the creativeness of this scene where it's like, we are waiting to be chosen. Like it's just... <laughs> The, the same perfect. delusion as Buzz. Yeah. Exactly. The plot chooses who gets to leave and be. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love it. It's great. And I love how they say things in unison. It's mm-hmm. for me, I feel like the beginnings of the minions start with these little aliens. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. And so Sid, at the same time, we, we kind of see what you were alluding to earlier. Sid's kind of all over the place. He's just ADHD and he is no judgment. No one, no one has been paying attention to teaching him 
strategies for some of his behaviors. Yeah. That is a teacher right there. <laughs> <laughs> the word strategies. <laughs> Let's use our strategies. <laughs> so he is just playing the claw machine. He gets one alien and it's like, I have been chosen. Farewell, <laughs> Farewell my friends. And so he's like, yes. And when he picks up that alien, he sees Buzz in the middle of the aliens. He's like, oh, a Buzz Lightyear doll. Cause like in my head, it's I'm like, that's probably like a 50 or $75 doll at the time. Actually, um, thank you. They are not dolls. <laughs> <laughs> You, you crossed the line. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, <you're right. laughs> but they're action figures. <laughs> and so he's like, sweet. And so he is obviously a master at the claw because he got that alien on the first try and he got Buzz on the second try. But Woody notices, climbs in and is grabbing Buzz's feet, trying to like prevent him from and being chosen by the claw and the aliens are like no it is his destiny he's like you zealots (laughs) (laughs) and so then he gets buzz and andy not andy and woody because woody is holding on can't lose buzz And now they're headed to hell. Yes. So now Sid is headed home. He takes the alien and tosses it to his dog, Scud. And we are introduced to Hannah, who is Sid's little sister. And he's not very nice to her. She a little crazy too, though. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Maybe crazy is not the best word. She a little damaged as well. Yeah. She, she has some coping mechanisms, let's say. You are really good. I just want to say that, Jackie. You got the way with the words. Oh, thank you. (laughs) They may not be healthy coping mechanisms, but she really doesn't have much guidance at home, it seems. But I bet you she'll be able to make a mean Pop-Tart one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Sid comes in. He snatches Hannah's doll right out of her hands. Which, not cool, Sid. Like, if you bring home your own toys and destroy them and put them back together, whatever, don't be stealing Hannah's two brand new toys to disassemble. Don't be messing with hers. What he does next is he gets COVID prepare with his mask and... I that too. I'm like, ooh, he got an N95 mask. mask. (laughs) And he's about to do surgery. Mm Mm-hmm. And Buzz goes, I don't believe that man has ever been to medical school. (laughs) (laughs) So Woody's scheming. He's like, we have to get out of here. I have seen what Sid does to toys. We are in danger. I would have jumped right out of the damn window and taken my chances. Yeah. So then he's like kind of standing in the middle of the room and you see like something skitter behind him. And he's like, what was that? <laughs> and then <laughs> this is a creepy part. This whole scenario, Sid's room, Sid's house is like if we were to make Toy Story a scary movie. Yeah. Like a haunted house. Yeah. Because mm. poor toys. Did you notice his wallpaper? Like it's the shining adjacent. Like the pattern was, it wasn't the colors and stuff, but it was like that hexagonal pattern. 
I was like, mm, this feels familiar. And it's also got like, like almost the neon, like he has black lights in there. It's super mm-hmm. weird. But I do have to say that maybe Sid is traumatized because we know from doing the Monsters, Inc. episode that w- one of the rooms that Randall goes to traumatize is Sid's room. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if having some weird lizard monster thing come fuck you up as a child <laughs> is going to make you a little, I got to see what everything yeah. in insides look like kind of situation. Yeah. So I know that I'm safe. Yeah. It could have. Just saying. Explains a lot. Explains yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Woody now hears noises. He's holding a flashlight. So he uses it to look under the bed and it's all of these like mutant toys that have been like the (laughs) x-men and they've all been deconstructed and reconstructed in in various ways but they are pretty scary looking like they have wonky eyes and like no hair and stuff like that there is one that's barbie legs in a fishing pole so she's literally a hooker did you catch that i did it I made a video on TikTok for it and I'm going to reshare it when we, when we do it for Instagram, but I was shocked. Whoa. I didn't even think of that (laughs) right over the head. (laughs) (laughs) And they go to the dolls that Sid has swapped Hannah's doll doll's head with like a, a pterodactyl's head and they go and they grab the the doll and the pterodactyl but they kind of like just pull them back under the bed and so they're like they're cannibal dolls i'm like do y'all eat <laughs> like <laughs> you know sid does this stuff like why do you think they would be scary too i don't know they're victims hello they are <laughs> they i guess mean- they were thinking it was like stockholm syndrome like we've been here so long we just do the same thing that sid does maybe woody's privileged and those dolls de- deserve reparations it's true buzz is still trying to call star command and <laughs> this guy's still trying oh he's sticking with it <laughs> he doesn't give up he does not I'm like, they have not talked back to you, Buzz. <laughs> like, that should be a clue. Mm. I feel Poor bad thing. for him at this time, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, next door, they're still looking for Buzz in the bushes. That's when Whiskers kind of runs out and Ham is very indignant about that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't let his coins come and hit the, the cat. Right? <laughs> like, just like... and now andy is looking for woody they've just arrived home and now woody's not even in the car and his mom's like you just misplace stuff all the time i'm sure they're around here somewhere which is like what every mom says when kids can't find things right it's around the house somewhere go look for it that's what i would even even if they've thrown it in the trash can (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure it's around here somewhere. I'm it's sure here. it'll pop it's up. It's here. You lost it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and you can tell Bo Peep is kind of the only one that's worried about Woody because. <laughs> Go ahead, Danielle. Yo, you're waiting. <laughs> Please, with this fake concern, I, I can't. 
Okay. You know, all this time, I think it's because it's been so many years since I watched the first one. And I'm like, I love me some Bo Peep. But now that I see the origin story, why why do you got to be like this? It's fair. So now it's the next morning and um, Woody is kind of awoken from his stasis by, (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. Like, I don't think they sleep. I don't know. So Sid's burning him with a magnifying glass. And so he's like, and it's like right in the middle of his forehead. Poor says, I hope it's not permanent. Bitch, you were a doll. You're not <laughs> going to regenerate. And I'm pretty sure he's made out of, is he made out of wood? I can't remember in the second one what how Jerry fixes him. I want to say it's uh, either it's like a wood, but I always thought he was a vinyl, but maybe that's because all the toys that came out was all vinyl. But that's true. I want to say that when when he got fixed it was like he they were painting wood i thought so too yeah good question thank you i have to do i'm gonna have to do my research because <laughs> now you got me thinking all i said was damn that's a hole that's <laughs> <laughs> all i thought about it and i was on to the next thing y'all were really thinking i, I guess that's just how well, our brain I, in my head I was like the if he was vinyl he would just kind of melt or get mushy mm. whereas like wood's gonna burn way yeah. faster so, than vinyl well from somebody that's burned things with magnifying glasses when they were kids you are correct <laughs> okay. uh, I had my fair share of the magnifying glass experimentation right so, find yes. out Matt you were you were some Sid in you uh, 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 whoa 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 <laughs> I think I was both Andy and a little bit of Sid, a little bit of Andy. See, so I'm 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 in a happy medium. Creative. <laughs> I'm keeping this eye on. <laughs> so this is when his pop tarts are ready. So he's pretty much saved by um, the pop tart. Exactly. And now the Franken toys are coming out again, and. That's what I call them for the rest of my notes too. But it's and this scene that gets me. I mean, it's Woody so protects extra. himself by grabbing Buzz, using him as a shield. And the best part is like, I guess Buzz has a button on the back for his karate chop action. And Buzz is like, hey, how are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He's still and oblivious. Now, At this point, he is still oblivious. Still oblivious. It's coming though. It's coming soon. Poor thing. <laughs> and so Woody is notices that the door is open. Sid is distracted by his pop tarts, and so he wants to get away from the Franken toys. And so he runs out, runs, starts to run downstairs, but Scud is sleeping on the landing. So he's like trying to figure out how to get past the dog to like somehow get out of the house and. Buzz comes out and he's like, What are you doing? And so he kind of gets Woody and he's like doing all of his like this away type thing and doing like tuck and rolls to get to the next hallway and doorway and stuff. And Woody's following him. But as Woody walks by uh, the railing, it's like wrought iron and his little pull tab gets caught on one of the like swirlies. And so his his voice box goes and wakes up the dog. So now they're, they separate, they're running and Buzz like jets into what I'm assuming is like a den area. And it's, the dad is in there sleeping 
and the TV is on and it happens to be a Buzz Lightyear commercial. And this is when I wrote emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) That is like Buzz just, his whole world implodes. He's having an existential crisis. Uh, everything he's known has been a lie even though Woody has been trying to tell him that it's a lie and And, it kind of is confirmed for him when he opens up his little arm thingy and it says made in Taiwan and what a digger that the commercial had to throw in this is not a flying toy yes It just had to throw that in. And he's like, oh man, I'm, I really can't fly. Okay. So you think all the other Buzz Lightyear do- um, action figures, ooh, I'm cutting <laughs> close. Do you think that they also had this whole thing going on where they didn't know they were toys? Yeah, because in Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2, yeah. Oh, that's right. I he's like, was I this bad? Yeah. I, think he, I think they reference it. He's like, wait a second, was I this bad? That's right, that's right. And what he was like, Yes. <laughs> Can we talk I about have this okay. wound to prove it? <laughs> Can we talk about what? For this for this part, can we just talk about how perfect Randy Newman's voice during this crisis of Buzz was? Yeah. And how like it perfectly oh, was like the the voice in the background that was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to cry." Like yeah. it was such a good song for what was happening. Oh, it did so such good. a good job. Well, originally oh. they wanted to make this, they were thinking about making this movie a musical. And when they shifted gears, I think they had gotten Randy Newman already. And he was kind of like, oh, wait, if it's not a musical, am I gone? But they were able to say, no, no, we just want you to make songs for the, you know, for Perfect. the movie. And he did it pretty quickly. I think he recorded a lot. Like, you've got a friend of me like in a day or so it was kind of insane so good. such yeah. an iconic song too like yeah. so everybody iconic. everybody knows it yeah and I would have never thought that I'd have been jamming to any Randy Newman I'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I don't think anyone thought they yeah. 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 Randy Newman <laughs> And so now because of that disclaimer on the commercial Buzz is like well I I have to see for myself. And so he jumps off much like Heather's Teddy Ruxpin off the second story and is trying to fly out of an open window. And instead he falls to the first story. And it's just this very sad pan out that starts on his face and his arm is detached. And so he's just laying there completely devastated because he is just a toy and now he lost an arm that's sad 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 day so sad but i mean sid doesn't find him silver lining hannah does (laughs) and so hannah's kind of like you're gonna take my shit i'm gonna take yours and so she picks up buzz and carries him very lovingly up to her room puts a gorgeous garden hat an apron on him (laughs) and they're just having a tea party and so Woody's still looking for Buzz and he happens upon Hannah's room and it's very confusing because Buzz is drunk question mark okay he was drinking some tea and it sounded like he was slurring and someone's like there ain't no tea 
<laughs> you are a toy. It's empty. What's <laughs> happening right now? He was slurring. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I love that apron though. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is the one that, that is an awesome. I think they should do a whole series of Mrs. Nisbet. Oh, I love it. Can we get a Buzz Lightyear with that apron? I would love it. (laughs) Oh, man. It's, I think that's just, I think Mrs. Nesbitt is a perfect little character in its own. (laughs) A small amount of it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's literally like, do you see the hat? I am Mrs. Nesbitt. (laughs) I'm like, just the, the, commitment he is now having to this mrs nesbitt character because he ain't buzz he's off but he's 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 dedicated he's dead he's dedicated to playing that role of he's a character actor yeah 100 (laughs) percent. you know he's a he's a method actor he goes all is is. (laughs) much like wesley snipes is blade oh my I didn't, I never, I've never met Wesley Snipes. I've only met Blade. <laughs> we just did it. We just we recorded did. that episode. <laughs> and it's Buzz's arm to slap him across the face. <laughs> and tells him to snap out of it because we got to GTFO. Well, it worked. I kind of, not really. Because like he he's willing to follow Woody. That's, That's about as far uh, as much as he's willing to commit. He just sits in the middle of the room, <laughs> <laughs> and and Woody is like, "Oh, Buzz, you're a genius. That window is open. There's Christmas lights. Like, let's see if we can get the toys in the Andy's room to help us across." Question. Yeah. How strong? is woody so far i've seen this toy because I, I was about to say man this toy push a, a door against a raging dog mm-hmm. <laughs> he pulls up the the back of a truck the uh, truck door or whatever now he's got aim to throw a bunch of christmas lights across a pretty big gap between houses so like what's up he's with got that, that- He's got that mother's strength, like you hear about. It's like he's, trying, he's trying to get back to Andy, and he will do anything that it takes to get back. That's a mother's strength. <laughs> I like it. I love that you have answered an immediate answer to all of Danielle's theoretical questions. They're not theoretical. These are real questions. Like, and I'm surprised y'all didn't question it either. It's a movie about toys oh, that are alive. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the psychological well-being of Sid. <laughs> yeah, you. I think that's your expertise. You've got the questions, Danielle, and I am the toy expert. So I'm here to give you all the answers that you have questions to. <laughs> Fine. I'll let this one slide too, but you know, I'm going to get a question and you're going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's next? So he gets the toys in Andy's room. He gets their attention. They catch the Christmas lights and then Potato Head shows up. And he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) 
you killed Buzz. And Woody's like, no, 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 Buzz is right here. Not lying, but Buzz <laughs> still um, going through some stuff, coming to terms with his existence and is unwilling to cooperate. And Buddy's, uh, Woody's like, I just need you to come to the window and say hello. Or else they're not going to let us, like, get us back over to Andy's room. <laughs> and moving day is tomorrow. Like, <laughs> and so Woody says, can you give me a hand? <laughs> uh. chucks his arm at Woody. And Woody's like, okay, I can, I can deal with this. It starts, like, <laughs> like puppeteering buzz's hand is like hey guys it's me buzz it just you know what this whole scene gives me it gives me i'm making out with someone vibes like when we used to do this especially when he pulls him in he like pulls him in for a hug and he's like hey pal (laughs) to infinity and beyond and i love that mr potato head is not buying this Mm -hmm. at all he said this is suspicious I, I said the, the other toys think Woody is sus. <laughs> <laughs> and then Woody's just like, he forgets where he is for a moment. And they ask him a question. He's like, I don't know. And he's holding the hand and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Danielle's girl, Bo Peep, is like, oh, Woody. Oh, like, after God. just thinking you murdered a toy, oh, Woody. It's all mm. she's got. That's all he's got. Classic Woody. You watch your moving partner. Here you go. (laughs) And so the the arm is kind of forgotten about because now Woody's concerned with they're not going to help us back over. And like, what do I do now? I'm running out of options. And so he turns around to see the Franken toys are all now converged onto Buzz. And he's like, now they're cannibalizing Buzz and I can't go over there without Buzz. And he's like freaking out. But then he realizes the Franken toys fix other toys. But the way they did they're it, friends. they were like hammering him. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to put that arm back in the socket. And all of a sudden then Buzz is like, he's renewed a little bit after mm-hmm. getting his arm back in. And, but not enough to go run and hide when Sid comes back in. And I, I love this scene with Woody because <laughs> he puts himself in his own jail under he a does. milk carton and or crate, a crate. milk crate. And Sid comes in and he's ready for a new project because he just mm-hmm. got a new rocket in. And he pulls the the milk crate looking because he's like, where's that weak doll at? He calls him a doll. And um, <laughs> that cowboy doll. Yeah. And he pulls up the crate and Woody's like disappeared. And you think, oh, did he skedaddle somewhere? And then you realize he's <laughs> on the top. the top. He's turned into Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> he's just like, Beep. But unbeknownst to Woody now, like that actually puts Buzz in a a really dire situation because he's like, okay, next best thing. And he is going to tie this rocket to the back of Buzz Lightyear Mm -hmm. for him to really go to space. But the problem for him is that it rains. Thank Mm -hmm. God. Thank God for Buzz. And it gives the toys more time to uh, figure out a new plan. And Woody at this point has said, look, we need your help to mm-hmm. all the scared toys that have been all messed up and they come up with a plan 
to get them all out of the situation with crazy ass Sid. Well, and I think it's at this point because Woody isn't hiding in the milk crate, but I think when Sid is looking for tape to tape the rocket to Buzz, he pulls up, he gets his toolbox and sets it on top of the crate. And it is a Binford Tools toolbox, which is the company in Home Improvement. So that was a little Easter egg that they hid there. And so that when he does get stuck, Buzz finally does come and help him out. Something clicks within him that they need to get out exactly yep i actually had this toy as a kid it was a toy that came with buzz Lightyear. it was like a like a five six inch figure and it came with the big one that was what the rocket was called and it came with the big one that was it came separately but it attached to buzz's back oh. and you could set him up like he is in the movie so that was one toy i do remember having and the rocket was way smaller i just <laughs> wanted that giant rocket it was such yeah. a cool like concept of tying a toy to a rocket and then sending it up in space. Yeah. But yeah, it was a cool toy. Very cool toy. So then they come up with this entire plan. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of layers to this plan too, right? To, they're going to get all of them out. They've got to distract the sister, get the dog outside. And then they've got to hide and, and, you know, hide from Sid and be able to get downstairs undetected. So I don't know which doll or toy this was, that deformed doll. I think it's, I felt like it was one of those, the stretch. Stretch Armstrong? I don't know. He had like, he was really built like a bodybuilder look. Oh, maybe it was oh, a wrestling was, toy. I don't it was know. The, it was the body of like a bodybuilder wrestling toy and it had the head of a duck. Yes. yes. It had the head of a duck. That was a cool one. <laughs> and so he's hooked up to like, a large string and he they somehow the hooker oh the hooker <laughs> yes. right yep. the hooker lowered yep. him down <laughs> and they moved the the lamp or the light fixture and on the porch which I'm like I don't know how they did that and the duck wrestler is trying to um, ring the doorbell so they're able to do that the sister comes downstairs the dog you know sees the <laughs> at this point all the toys from upstairs have now are able to, I think they're on a skateboard, mm-hmm. go down, flying down the stairs. The dog gets wind of this. And so he's trying to chase after all of them. And the girl's like, forget this and locks the door <laughs> on him. And they, they're able to get into the backyard and they're all out there. Sid comes out there and he's got, he's got Buzz all ready to go. He's, he, he realizes somehow Woody's outside. He's like, you know what? I got something for you. And he puts him on the grill. It's real creepy stuff. He's, he's, he's screaming for the matches. He's asked his mom for where the matches is, are. And he's like, no, no worries. I got it. And then Woody starts to talk without his string being pulled. Mm-hmm. And it keeps so- happening. Yeah. So Woody tells the toys, like, we're going to have to break a few rules to get this done but like the massacre must stop (laughs) (laughs) and so yes at this point at first it's coming from Woody's voice box so it's just like it's almost like his voice box is malfunctioning and he's just going through his sayings and then when Sid gets closer closer Sid's like oh this this doll is busted and Woody goes who you calling busted buster (laughs) (laughs) and then calls Sid by first and last name and tells him 
we don't like being blown up or smashed or torn apart. And, and then everyone starts to like come out of hiding because Sid's like, we, who's we? And Woody's like, all your toys. And they're all just like start emerging from like the sandbox, the, the puddles and yeah. stuff. And it's like zombie toys. They're yeah. all just like slowly creeping towards Sid. And he's like, oh, what the hell's going on? And so, and then Woody says, we see everything as his head is spinning in a certain Exorcist. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then he like fully comes to life and he's like, so be nice. And Sid like <laughs> has a whole new trauma. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Which leads to what he does in the future and what he's going to become, right? which we see in different toy stories. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> And so now the van is leaving and, but, but still has the big one strapped to his back, but Woody's like, we got to go. And they start running after mom's car and they can't catch up, but then the moving van comes behind them. And so they're running, Buzz is able to climb up on like the back ledge, but Woody is having trouble getting up. And then Scud is now after them, Scud has grabbed Woody. And so in Buzz trying to help Woody, they switch places and Woody makes it on the truck and Scud now has, uh, well, he's trying I, to get Buzz who's mm. now under a car and he right. him. So Woody's like yanking the, the moving truck back up. He's running inside, rummaging through all these, cause or all these boxes he's thinking on his feet. He grabs RC car, throws him over the side to like send out to buzz <laughs> and all of the, <laughs> all the toys are like not again <laughs> <laughs> and so and so woody's just hyper focused on saving buzz he doesn't have time to explain to them what's going on all of the toys are essentially like grabbing woody and like tossing him and he's still like trying to drive rc now blind and stuff and so RC car gets to Buzz, Buzz hops on and Woody's like driving it back. And they cause some acts. So when he's got the car, yes. it's causing some accidents. And because the dog is still chasing Buzz mm-hmm. and RC mm-hmm. and somehow he finally gets trapped by like four cars making like some sort of circle square from getting in an accident, trying to hit the damn dog. I was at first I was like, did they hit the dog in this movie? Because I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're not gonna do that. They um, tried them. They white tried. people would have been up in arms if they had. <laughs> and so, but Buzz Buzz is still trying to catch up to the truck. And then every all the other toys see, and now they're trying to help. Now Slink wants to come help. Mm-hmm. I can't. And so he throws himself over because oh no, they kicked, they cooked, they kicked Woody out too. Mm-hmm. And then they see that Buzz is there, and they're then that's when they're trying to help good for nothing friends. But unfortunately, just Slink can't help. It's not their battery is running when and RC, so they can't get through and mm-hmm. just. Look, if my life depended on me lighting a match, I would be dead. <laughs> I'm one of those people that have scraped the bottom, the sides of those match things. I can't get it to start. I can't. <laughs> Got to use the magnifying glass. Exactly. <laughs> Which 
is how witty problem solves. They're sitting there just dejected. They've tried and fought their hardest and now they're out of options. But Woody's hand starts burning and he realizes that Buzz's helmet acts as a magnifying glass. And so he's like, oh, well, that's an easy solution. And positions Buzz in a way that it lights the fuse on the big one. And so it's Buzz taken off with the rocket strapped to his back, holding Woody, who's holding RC. And so they're heading towards the the van, but Woody's like, rockets explode. So we didn't think this through. (laughs) And so they get near enough to the van where they throw RC back inside, but then they start heading up because the rocket's about to explode. And in Buzz at the last second opens his wings, which cuts the tape and allows the rocket to uh, go up and explode. Yeah, exactly. And what he's like, what are we doing? You can't fly. And uh, Buzz kind of uses his words against him. And he's like, this isn't flying. This is falling with style. And they kind of glide and they overshoot the van. And what he's like, you're missing the van. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And in that still open sunroof uh, and lands <laughs> always open <laughs> and lands in the box next to Andy. And Andy's like, oh, I found Woody and Buzz. They were in this box. What? What? was in the box? What did I look there? Right? <laughs> so now it is Christmas time in the new house. And um, they're doing their their protocol for gifts. And the first gift is a Mrs. Potato Head. Molly gets Mrs. Potato Head. So now the horniness can die down this is why mr potato head is not as much of a jerk i mean but little does he know what uh he's in for with mrs (laughs) (laughs) he wished a little too hard that's why it's really important when you're trying to manifest your partner that you're very specific as to what you want because you never know And Buzz is kind of worried now, and and Woody's like, hmm, now you know how it feels. Yeah. And then Buzz is like, well, are you worried? And Woody's like, no, what could be worse than you? And then they're like, thanks, mom. We got a puppy. (laughs) Then it's just credits. It's a good ending. That's a good ending. Uh, it's such a good ending. Every Toy Story movie, you have this just great, wonderful, warm, fuzzy feeling, and you think they can't beat this one. And I feel like every movie, they just keep adding to it, and you you just feel like this this can go on forever, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm not going to be mad about it. Yeah. So that. My toys is Toy Story. <laughs> All right. Were there any fun facts that we want to? Just that when <laughs> Tom Hanks doesn't have time to voice Woody, his brother Jim voices Woody. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like the fact that this movie is only 81 minutes long. It's the shortest Toy Story. And it's also the shortest Pixar movie. And it's probably because it's earliest Pixar film and the animators were still trying to figure out the animation style and you know mm-hmm. the technology wasn't quite there but I love it and I, I, I love that there's no like filler 
you know, sometimes yeah. you get mm-hmm. those movies and you're just like, I have a couple. So I guess the scene at Andy's birthday party, when they were doing the movie, it was really expensive to make the characters. So what they did was they used Andy. And if you go back to the birthday scene, the kids are pretty much all Andy variants. <laughs> and they're all versions of Andy, very, very similar, but maybe like a different color shirt or like a different color eye or something. But they're basically all Andy's going uh, at the birthday. Like they're all Andy kids. So it's, which I think Lo- was really it's cool. Loki before Loki. The <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're all just variants <laughs> of Andy, which is really creepy. It is. Well, to speak to that as well. So I don't know if you've ever wondered why there's no dad in Toy Story. It's because dad was too expensive. They... I thought it was because Aunt Jackie don't need a man. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but later, like, I think they've always tried to kind of avoid the answer. They said when they were planning out the movie that they just, they made a decision early on that there just wasn't going to be a dad, but it really just came down to finances. It just was really expensive, like you were saying, to build out right. more human characters. So that is why we had no dad. So that goes that- to one of, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. That was just going to one of my other things I had on here was, have you heard the theory of where Woody came from? So like Woody's a lot older toy, especially you find out in Toy Story 2 that he's a very old toy. Like he's been around for a while. So how the hell does Andy have him? One of the th- theories is that, you know, Andy's dad passed away or left and left Woody to Andy. And that's why Andy has this really rare, old, valuable toy, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So it kind of plays into why he loves Andy, uh, why he loves Woody so much and mm-hmm. why yeah. he gravitated towards him. You know, it's not like, it's just speculation, but it's just a cool thing to think about. Like, I like that part of movies where it's like, hmm, yeah. the what if, the theories. The- yeah. <laughs> and Pixar uh, tentatively titled the film, You Are a Toy, which I really <laughs> <laughs> But only if you always say it like Woody with the Tom Hanks voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the director, John Lasseter, believes that the production success of like the cross studio film, The Nightmare Before Christmas, is what led to Toy Story getting the green light from Disney. Before the Tim Burton film, no Disney animated movie had been made outside of the company after that film success, he believes the studio was more open to collaborators. So I guess I was wrong earlier when I said this was like the first time that they had done an outside movie, but yay for that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And apparently Etch-A-Sketch was nearly bankrupt before Toy Story. And then after they allowed Etch to be in the film, they saw a 20% sale increase that actually saved the company. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love when like toy companies get to have like redemption like you know what I mean like they're they redeemed like they're like dying business because of something so this is that was really cool that is cool Um, another little toy tidbit when we were talking about them getting saved from the van when they were watching Woody and Buzz come up on the RC car they were using Lenny the mm -hmm. the binoculars Uh, that's actually a rare toy so one of the first full size or like act movie accurate Lenny's was from the Disney on Ice and Disney on Ice released a Lenny that was kind of like a movie accurate size and that actually is a pretty rare toy it goes for like 90 to like 100 bucks if you can find it because they didn't really release it in stores they only released it on the the Disney on Ice tour 
That's so I'm going to throw my toy it, info there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have one at home or know someone and you want to yes. steal it, then you it. <laughs> A lot of those weird Toy Story toys are, that's where the money's at if mm-hmm. you're looking to, like, to collect or to resell. It's not Woody. It's not Buzz. Sure, they have their expensive ones, but another one is the, the weightlifter in Andy's mm-hmm. room. He has like oh. a, a weird like top, uh, yeah. like a top cut and he's like a big buff guy. If if you can even find him, he go he goes for thousands of dollars. Wow! Uh, yeah, those like awkward, weird, obscure toys are the ones that people try to find. That's cool. interesting. And of course, the name Buzz Lightyear is a tribute to astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, That's they cool were going to go a totally different direction with both characters. I think Woody was an, initially going to be a um, puppet, a marionette, or something creepy. A ventriloquist dummy. Yes, thank you. Are you calling me a dummy, dummy? But they decided to nix that because it's usually associated with like scary movies and they didn't want that. And thank the Lord, because I would have been scared (laughs) if Woody was a ventriloquist. Which is kind of like Toy Story 4. I think his name's Vince or something something like that. But that how creepy are those the, that, marionette or ventriloquist dolls so like, creepy and creepy. so was the the villain in that movie she really got into creeps all right well matt be, before we give our ratings why don't you tell everybody again how they can find you on social sweet it's retro toy envy i am uh, that name across all the platforms and instagram is all toys all day 24 <laughs> 7 that's what you'll find when you go there reels posts and then if you want something outside the box more reselling and thrifting and toy hunting you're going to find me on tiktok and facebook reels and that's where you're going to see all my thrifting yard sailing flea market you know generic hunting in general which is really cool and if you listen to this and you have some questions please i try to get answers to every inbox i get every comment i try to respond to i just really overall want to help people that are trying to do what I'm doing. So I enjoy answering your questions. So please reach out. Nice. And as always, you guys can reach out to us at No More Late Fees on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube with any questions, hot takes, feedback, any of that good stuff. All right, Matt, I'm going to start with you. Present day rating of Toy Story. So present day rating, I think it's going to be the five day. I think I would go to a five day rental now that I'm older. I could have obviously watched it over and over again, but I feel like this is something I, I don't want to watch over and over again because I do like the way it makes me feel when I watch it every so often. And unfortunately, with all the new animation, now that I watch it, it does look dated, mm-hmm. which stinks. It's, it has nothing to do with the how I feel about the movie, but it does look a little dated compared to like a Toy Story 4. So I think I would bring it down to a five-day rental. I could watch it over again. I don't want to abuse the feeling it makes me feel. So I yeah. kind of want to, I want to watch it every so often, you know, so I can enjoy it every time and not get sick of it. Gotcha. That's fair. Jackie? I'll do five day as well. I, I spoke to it on our Monsters Inc. episode that I just, I feel like Toy Story 2 is the far superior Toy Story in my opinion. So I'll give it a five day as well. I still would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> would buy it again. It's just... You know, this movie sometimes ends up coming, the move, the like the different Toy Stories usually come out. I think this one came out in November, so it was close to Thanksgiving. But I think the 
third and the fourth ones came out in June. So it's always aligned with my birthday. So then it just makes it more, you know, attachment. So yeah, 100%. Didn't, didn't you rank this as number one for the Pixar movies within? I think, the... I, I, think I did too. I, I don't remember. Oh, okay. But yeah, Nick was not happy with a lot of my rankings. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. And if you have any other hot takes, you can also reach out to us via our quick drop. Yes, you can hit us up at our quick drop, 909-601-NMLF, 909-601-6653. Call in, leave us a message, anything you want to chat about, give us your opinions, your favorite toys when you're a child. If you remember the random toys that were our favorites, (laughs) what your favorite toy story is, anything. And you can also leave a voicemail at our anchor.fm account. And you could be featured on a future episode. Thank you. I think more people should listen to this show. We do too. (laughs) Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're not sure how to do it, let's look at this week's review of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this review is from Hudsey and it is titled Fun with six exclamation points and it says funny witty intelligent and sassy brian sounded hot bring him back brian i don't know how if, if, if this was you or your husband but we love the energy um and we will always want you to come back on the show absolutely if, if you haven't listened to our crossroads episode you should go listen to the episode and hear how hot brian brian did not write this <laughs> it was definitely tim okay. uh, <laughs> I love a supportive husband. Yes, absolutely. And as always, be kind and rewind. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows, music, websites, and decoms, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Join us as we talk the golden age of Disney Channel, the stars it introduced, and more. If it aired at 8, 7 Central, it's fair game, baby. (laughs) 